A group of meddling kids out looking for fun, sinister amusements, an unfortunate series of circumstances. A deranged killer out for blood makes a recipe for horror, and a very special Shriek Previews. Shriek previews. Hey Dan. Hey Brent. All right, we are we're gonna have a carnival-like atmosphere here tonight. Oh, cue up the circus music. If I could find some that was royalty-free, I'd put that in there. But I, you know, we don't want to be paying royalties on music and stuff. So just uh, we'll do. Okay, that's enough of that crap. <laughs> so before we get started, our normal disclaimer: there will be spoilers in this recording. Uh, so if you don't want to have these movies spoiled for you, turn this off. Go watch the movies and then come back and listen to our reviews of them. This is another episode of Shriek Previews on the Run. We are in our secret location away from our Park Avenue studio. And uh, actually, uh, it's not, I don't even know if there's a Park Avenue even close to my neighborhood, but whatever. You know, you get the. There's trip. a Park Street, isn't there? Oh, there is, right. So yeah, there, there we go. Over. Close enough. Close yeah, enough. I'm kind of on the corner of, yeah, whatever. So we're going to start off with The Fun House. I know you've been looking forward to this because this is a director that you really like. So why don't you lead us off? All right. Fun House, 1981 by Toby Hooper. Released mm, released after Eaten Alive, 1976. Mm-hmm. And before Poltergeist, 1982. Actually, this was a year before Poltergeist. Yeah. Starring Elizabeth Burridge as Amy Harper. Mm-hmm. And it has Sylvia Miles, who uh, a lot of people may remember her from Midnight Cowboy, and she was also on Wall Street, in both Wall Streets. Oh, okay. Anyway, she's and, a great actress. And why don't you touch on, for those who don't know, what is Toby Hooper probably most famous for? Hmm... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, a, a, a small, small-time independent film that you probably have never heard of, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, that was his big breakthrough. Right. And then, uh, and then of course, he went on to other, do other great movies like Life Force and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Poltergeist, yep. uh, Texas Chainsaw 2, which has kind of like a cult following. It's not really a great movie. Right. But it, it's... At least it's bizarre. Well, we'll touch on that when we do the our, our episode sometime in the future about the whole Texas Chainsaw franchise. Okay, very well. So what did you think? What did I think? Okay, well, I felt it was a little slow. I mean, I, I've i spent a lot of, as an entertainer, I've spent a lot of time around those carnivals and stuff. So I know the, the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff and all that stuff. That being said, you know, it's a horror movie. We were literally 48 minutes in before we saw the first killing. And yeah. that just kind of, and that's that's in an hour and a half movie. Yeah, too much of a buildup. Yeah, too and, much buildup. And let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck decides that staying overnight in a fun house is fun? Yeah, that makes There's absolutely no sense. no sense. Only that dorky kid with the glasses would think that up. Right. The, the kid, what was his name, uh, Richie? Yeah. Richie? Um, so, I mean, it was... You know, the pace was slow. Once we got engaged with things, now I did f- f- love it how the the carnival barker 
we saw three carnival barkers and they were all the same guy with a wig or a fake mustache yeah, or yeah. whatever like that. Now, I have to give it props, and when I when I rate this, I, I gave it more of a rating just because when they go into, like, the freak show f- area whatever, they actually got f- real footage of a two-headed cow yes. and all these, you know. And I was going to bring that up myself. I love the good use of deformed animals. Mm-hmm. It just gave it that little touch of creepiness, creepiness that that movie needed. Yeah. Because it needed help. Yeah. No, probably <laughs> what they did was they, you know, there was a carnival in either the the day before or the day after the carnival was open, they paid him a few hundred bucks and say, hey, would you stay open? Let us use your, your place and location and such like that. Mm. You know, the overall it was, like I said, once it got going, it there was a little more action to it. And I, I really liked the the killer, the, the mutated whatever it was. I mean, it looked cool, even though the mask was kind of cheesy for 19, you know, it was 1981, so yeah. it wasn't stellar, cutting edge visual effects, whatever, but it had a cool look. It looked kind of like, kind of like a, a mutation. Yeah, it was a split head. I call, yeah. it, I call him split head. Split head, yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, I think originally I couldn't tell the way they were talking about, you know, because originally he's wearing that Frankenstein mask. Yeah. And as he walks past our, our main protagonist, they're like, wow, that guy looks creepy. I didn't know if they were trying to to project that that's how the guy actually looked that we weren't supposed to notice it was just a lame mask this was the the frankenstein mask over the mask which was obviously yeah you know um so yeah the the pacing was a little bit off at the beginning it rolled towards the end and uh overall not a horrible movie but i wouldn't call it a great movie no, I did. Um, I did notice some elements of Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. First, it was a deranged, mentally challenged killer. Yeah, and 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 also the fact that it was all family. You know, the guy is uh-huh. looking up after his son, who's a you know a complete moron. So it's a family movie. It's a family movie, right? Yeah, and I I love how they killed Richie. Uh, they 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 uh, he they yeah. put the noose around him and they hung him up and. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I love the fact that then, even though he was dead, he gets the axe to the head. The axe to the head. They and used then him he as keeps kind appearing. Of, he right, keeps yes. appearing, and it, I guess you could say he wanted to hang around. Oh, <laughs> get out. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, the, the killer, though, I, you could totally tell was like another Halloween mask under mm-hmm. that. And I thought it was a little overkill. I did like the split head, mm-hmm. but I I could do without the red eyes. Just seemed kind of right. Seemed kind of alien. They it looked and like the they maybe put some slime or whatever on it to give it kind of a glistening look. And I noticed he drooled a lot. That was cool. Yeah, that was not it. Keep that. <laughs> yeah, only even when he was just in the Frankenstein mask, yeah. he was still drooling. Still drooling. So uh, God, but he was such a creep. Yeah, you know the the ending where our main protagonist girl, you know, she's she's face to face with Split Head, and I love how she she smashes him in the face with a crowbar, and that doesn't seem to phase him. But then no. he but then he, he touches the electric and box and starts <laughs> jolting. Yes, and, yeah. and and even the ending gave me a little bit of like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it when she like this is the last survivor and she. Walks out of the fun house, and she's just the only, the only one left. Mm-hmm. And there's no way a little kid could be wandering around this, oh. and nobody's gonna notice or yeah, anything no. like that. And what kind of awful parents are, you know, th- this kid's able to sneak out and and go to this, uh, hang out at this uh, carnival all night, and they don't notice. Yeah, 
and, and uh, it just and props to that little kid for being one of the best creepy little brothers <laughs> in Harmony right history. at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, you know what a little bastard just wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know the whole thing where he's he's walking to the carnival, and the guy in the truck pulls up and kind of gives off a creepy vibe. Hey, you wanna want to ride? Then he takes out the shotgun. shotgun. Wasn't and, that the dad? Wasn't that the father of the killer? I don't think so. I thought he was part of the he was part of the carnival people. I don't think that was him. No, I, I, okay. I'd have to because he ostensibly he at that very same time he was at the. At the the at carnival the working, the, yes, okay, you know, because yeah, yeah. he the actual dad, the one that we see later is the dad. He's the one that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, these are God's creatures. They're alive, alive, alive. You know? I love that. I love that uh, that that Barker guy. And that's actually how they sound. You know, it's it's very. And then it was kind of creepy. The the Barker, the different Barker, who was just the same guy wearing a mustache. It's like, look at these beautiful women. Yeah. This, this is my sister. <laughs> it's like, who are you fooling? <laughs> it was just creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was very sleazy. Just yeah, very, very kinda, sleazy. Uh, just, very. <laughs> I mean, it was a stereotypical. When people think carnies, that's what they think. And yeah. so, you know, I know several real carnies and they're very nice people and they're, well, they're a little bit creepy, but they're not that level of creepy. No, they have to kind of pump, pump it up a couple levels to, to get it, you know, to that, that notch right, or yeah. that, that existence. My, my favorite quote about carnies, it's actually not necessarily a quote, I'm paraphrasing, but from the Austin Powers movie and Austin Powers like, they're like carnies, small hands, smell like cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Well, uh, no dilly dally. What do you give it? I would give it. Let's see. That's a, actually I've I've been kind of waffling back and forth. I think I would give that one four and a half skulls because, like I said, it's it's it suffered from poor pacing. The acting was, eh, and at the end of the day, it's still just a slasher film. Yeah. And so, the, uh, you know, I give them props for the 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 creature. You know, they tried to add a little bit of plot depth, so that's why I gave it four and a half skulls. I gave it four. Four? Okay, four skulls so is what I gave we're it. We're right there in the same ballpark then. Yep. And then going on to the next movie. You want to lead us off? Tell us about uh, the next movie that we reviewed for this segment. Hellfest 2018. Pretty much the same thing. It's, you know, a bunch of kids uh, go to this carnival, except they're not, you know, up to no good. They're actually just there to enjoy themselves. And Mm -hmm. they get, uh, they fall victims to this guy named The Other. Yes. And I I liked it. I liked it better than than Funhouse. I thought it was more creative. Yeah. The killer was more interesting, despite he wasn't like some dumb monster. Right. And, um, you know, the... This felt like it had a little more depth, a little more thought out. It's almost like it's, it's obviously not a reboot or a remake of the Funhouse, but it's almost like a spiritual successor. In that, like in the Funhouse, we they talk about like a couple years ago, those uh, those people were found dead, and so I don't want you going to that carnival. And in Hellfest, we hear about oh, last year, you know, someone was found dead in 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 the carnival. In the carnival, so, yeah. And- so very similar, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, very interesting thing. Uh, uh, something similar to this happened a couple years ago around this area. There was a there was a wealthy man who every year for Halloween he kind of decorated his house and opened it up like a like a haunted house type attraction. And a couple years ago, an older guy going through 
sat down because he wasn't feeling well. He had a heart attack. Oh, crap. The body was there for two weeks before the, they noticed that it wasn't one of the decor. They thought it was a prop? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, wow. That happened? That happened for Where? real. I believe it was in Waukegan. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You expire and you, you're just sitting around for... Sitting around being, being a decoration. Anyway, very good. A lot of suspense. Mm-hmm. I love the scene at the towards the end with all the mannequins, with the masks, you know, and... Um, I thought it was very creative. Uh, I love when Gavin gets his head crushed with the uh, with a big mallet. The mallet, yes. I guess you said he was trying to keep an open mind. No, no. Nah. Well, and then uh, Quinn gets stabbed with the eye. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the girl Taylor. Uh, I thought she was a little obnoxious, and I was waiting for her to get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen her in other things and and such, but you know, it's interesting. I always felt that like a haunted house or a horror festival like that would be the perfect setting for a serial killer to to just cut loose because mm-hmm. there's a lot of anonymity with all of the masks and stuff and it's all very dark and stuff like yeah, that so a lot of unknown people you yeah. never see and now here's a thing too whereas with the fun house we had to wait 49 minutes before the first killing in hellfest we only the first killing happened within the first four first, minutes yeah yeah, yeah. the girl yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, great ending when the killer comes home and gets greeted by the little girl. That blew my mind. I know. You know, and the, you know, you at first you think, oh, is he going to kill this kid or whatever? And then she's like, daddy! Yeah, runs, runs to hug him. We see the different masks. And now I would, I is, felt... Is that setting it up for a sequel? Though? See, I, I would love to see a sequel of this because... I felt this killer, I mean, there were shades of like Michael Myers, just mm-hmm. kind of standing and looming and stalking. I liked the little bit where he would hum Pop Goes the Weasel. You know, it gave him just a little bit of eeriness and personality to him. Yeah. And I loved that scene in the, the haunted house, whatever, where he kills the one girl in front of onlookers and they just think it's part of, you know, just do it already. Just do it already, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, uh, yeah, I would love to see a sequel or a franchise spawn from Hellfest. I went into this originally expecting it to be just another slasher movie. Yeah. And yes, it was just another slasher movie, but the killer had some personality. I thought it was really well done. Honestly, I felt this was better than any of the Friday the 13th movies, Mm. any Jason Voorhees movie. I thought this was better paced, had more suspense, and the killer, although mostly silent when that we never hear him talk, had at least some personality to him. Yeah, I agree. I gave it Seven Skulls. Seven Skulls is where I put it, too. I mean, because it's not a great movie because, again, in the end of the day, it's still just a slasher movie. But I enjoyed it. It was a treatment. It was a treatment. It was the the way they they executed the film. Yes. Because the killer could have been anybody. He was Mm -hmm. just a typical Michael Myers, I thought, like you said. Right. um, But the surroundings, the ambiance, it all helped. Yeah. And, you know, the descent into hell and the deadlands and whatever and the makeup (laughs) and all that stuff. I mean, that's what Six Flags Fright Fest should be. If, yeah. if that's how Fright Fest was, I'd be there like every single season. Oh, yeah. Instead, I'm not because... <laughs> Folks be- funny is dressed as Dracula does right, not yeah. make Halloween. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying Fright Fest sucks. I'm just saying Fright Fest... Couldn't use a little help. Yes. And mm. by a little help, I mean a lot. 
So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, seven skulls. So we, you know, for this one, we were pretty on par. I oh. gave the Funhouse four and a half skulls. You gave it four. We both gave Hellfest seven skulls. Hellfest is currently on Netflix. I was going to ask you about that. Is that a Netflix original? Because it looked like a... Because I don't remember seeing that it released at all. No, I remember wanting to see it when it was in the theater, and I just never got around to it. So, no, that was not a Netflix original. It was actually released in the theater. I just didn't see it at the time. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was well done. Yeah, so, absolutely. Now, let's compare... We, since we've got a little bit of time left... We talked about how this killer, like so many killers in so many slasher movies, was mostly silent. Mm. He did that humming, but what was it that gave him more personality, in your opinion, than, say, some of the others, like Leatherface or or Michael Myers and such? I mean, we've we've talked about before about how Freddy talks and taunts his victims and stuff, so that it's when you can speak, it obviously gives you much more room for personality and such. So tell, you know, what are your thoughts on giving silent killers personality? I think it's the anonymity. Mm-hmm. The anonymity that he's fresh, you don't know who the fuck he is. Why is he doing this? But look at look at when uh, when Leatherface was new. When 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 Freddy was new, when Leatherface was new, when Jason, Michael Myers, they were all new. You know, they were all very fresh. They were mm-hmm. very creepy. They were holy shit, what the fuck? You know, but now you you know their background, you know this, you know that. They made a movie about it. They made a prequel, a sequel, and all this other crap. And right. with this guy, he's kind of like just new on the scene. It's I think we're seeing a resurgence of the of the return of the 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 slasher of the the sure. typical classical uh, horror film slasher. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think. But I mean, talking about Michael Myers, I mean, essentially, there was very little difference in action and such between uh, the other and Michael Myers. They both wear a mask. They just kind of stand and stare at their victims. But I feel that the other had more personality than Michael Myers. I think with Michael Myers, what really helped set the tone in the the Halloween movies was the the use of the musical score oh, yeah. and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's response to to Michael seeing Michael Myers kind of peering at her from a distance. I felt in Hellfest, it was more the killer's personality coming through than than any help from the score or from how the victims because let's face it the victims were just kind of hysterical girls and they were just yeah so well i think that uh part of it is that um michael myers had a he was on a one-track mission to kill his sister laurie strode Mm -hmm. laurie strode yes okay and this one he'll take anybody sure you know and with uh Freddy Krueger, I think he was there was like a supernatural element. Right. And with this guy, he's like a normal guy because he comes home at the end of the day mm-hmm. after a hard day's killing. Hard day's killing, right. Yeah. What do you think he does during the day? You think he's like an accountant or... Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think he probably has an office job. Yeah, you know, maybe he, he's yeah. like... Does, Most creeps do. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he does billing for like a company that sells saw blades. Very possible. Or, you know, yeah, something like that. So... I, I did think it was very interesting and masterful in Hellfest. Originally, we don't uh, we don't really notice it because we don't know it's relevant. But when he's come comes in and the metal detector goes off and the guy uses the wand and mm. he sees that it's steel-toed boots, that's where we get the first look at the scuffed toe of the boot, mm. which is how later on the the main girl Identifies. recognizes who the yeah who the killer is, and so. It's very subtle at the beginning, but then we catch on to those things. 
Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. I, the little little hints that they put here and there, like the the boots and, you know, I love the mask, by the way. Yeah. I really like the mask with a hood. Yeah. And then at the end, when we see the different masks, there's like a smiling pig mask with blood on its mouth. And then there's another one that it looked like a, a clown or something like that. Actually, I thought when I first saw that pig mask, I thought for some reason, I thought that movie, who's, who's or you're next. You're next. Okay. You're yeah. Like the, 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 the looks like the, the big boy type thing. Yeah, I thought it was a tie, and then I realized, oh no, it's not the same mask. It's a pig mask in this one, and then the other yeah. one, it's like a like a big. Boy. Oh wait, no, actually, was you know, it? big boy. I'm not thinking no, you're next. A... I'm thinking Happy Death Day. I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. Then no, it was a pig mask in in your next. I didn't see your next, so we may have to watch one of those next. Yep. And you know that's another thing. You know, so many killers wear masks, mm. and that's. You know, a, 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 a pig mask or a creepy smiling boy, but this Michael Myers and this guy is just kind of very blank face, blank, blank expression. Stare, yeah. And I think that kind of helps helps give the, not anonymity, I mean, obviously a mask gives anonymity, but the expressionless, like... Emotionless. Emotionless, yeah. Killing machine. Right. So uh, I, I was admittedly surprised that the... Gavin, the guy who got his head crushed by the the mallet, that he was one of the first to go. I thought either he was going to survive or he would be one of the last. Yeah, because they had that chemistry with the girl. And right. It looks like they were going to they were they were hitting it off, and, uh-huh. and, and things were you know. That's another thing I liked about this movie: the characters were likable. Yes, the characters were very all of them, mm-hmm. except for the Taylor. Even, Taylor, you even didn't like he her. He had a little spunk, but she got on my nerves after a while. Oh, here's a, a little thing too: talking about Taylor when she's up there and the the guys like you've been accused of consorting with the devil and she is that the oh, yeah, one yeah. where she gets put in the guillotine the and whatever like that so the guy who is the ringleader there or whatever that actor he was the the, the original candy man yeah tiny tony todd i was gonna yes. mention yeah he was a, yeah absolutely does a lot i think he does a lot of horror movies i think he's typecast oh yeah but yeah. hey you know it's, hey. It's, if the if the checks cash absolutely <laughs> All right, so that's Hellfest, that's uh, uh, the Funhouse, that's Masked Killers expressing personality. Any any final thoughts on, on these movies? We always say go out and check check them out for yourself and tell us what you think. Uh, you can shoot us an email at? At shriekpreviews at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out the website at uh, uh, shriekpreviews.buzzsprout.com. You can also check us out on any throughout most of the podcast directories like Spotify, Stitcher, and so on and so forth. And uh, also check out our Instagram, which is shriekpreviews or at shriekpreviews or however it does that on you if if you know social media and you're under 40 years old you know mm. naturally how it works we're old farts so we have to actually study on this stuff whatever so yep. but thanks for listening tell your friends tell your enemies tell your frenemies if you are a killer yourself tell all of your victims before you off them so maybe one of the word will get out to one of them whatever now if one of our listeners goes out and off somebody they're going to blame us yeah. so you just realized that. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I was, it, it was all part of the script you wrote, Dan, so you're the one liable. So, Damn. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care. Have fun.